0: Once again, it's time for And Now the Good News, a weekly exploration of the good news happening in the world. Hi, I'm your host, Reverend Robert Brzezinski, and each week I explore and share the stories of hope and love and inspiration that have caught my eye in the past week. We'll explore exactly how we can create a world that works better for everyone. So get ready, it's time, and now... The Good News. And hello again, dear ones, Robert Brzezinski with you. Another episode of And Now The Good News, that opportunity to share some of the stories that have caught my eye. And listeners to the program know that I like to hang out over on the goodnewsnetwork.org. That's goodnewsnetwork.org. I'll leave links to all of our stories in today's show notes. Let's get started. I want to jump in with a couple of stories around plastics. You know how much I want to see us get rid of single-use plastics. And good news coming out of the UK. Uh, since they instituted a five-pence charge per plastic bag back in 2015, sales in England have dropped by 90%. So, in just a few years, uh, they've dropped by over 90% in how much they're selling. So, this is also the sale of those bags that are selling at the five pence apiece. That's contributed close to 169 million pounds, or, or what would be the equivalent in the U.S., $207 million towards charities, other good causes, and such. So, uh, really a great example of how taxing single-use plastic can really work i wonder how far they are from a full and outright ban also in the world of plastics, you know it turns out uh new researchers have identified that if we want to keep microplastics out of the ocean and now remember, microplastics are what wash out of synthetic fabrics in the, in the wash. Every time you wash a, a nylon or a polyester or any sort of synthetic fabric, there's actually these small little micro particles or microfibers of plastic that don't get caught in the washing machine. They end up in the ocean. And for a long time, researchers thought that it was all about the agitation, how often uh, the machine spins and stops and reverses directions and all of those things. Turns out it's actually about how much water is in the drum. So when you use a delicate cycle, you're putting more water, less agitation, and thus more microfibers heading into the ocean. Easy solution, do your laundry on the normal setting or standard uh, but regular water and regular agitation tend to be the best when you start to use the delicate water cycles in most machines you're going to increase how many microfibers uh, micro plastic so uh, and the ultimate alternative get rid of all that plastic based clothing anyway and move on over to uh, to more natural fibers okay on to some corporate responsibility stories this week i found a couple that i thought were really really cool number one amazon just placed an order for a hundred thousand electric delivery vans uh it's being touted as the largest electric vehicle purchase at one time in uh in the history of the planet at this point The first vans are set to start uh, delivering in 2021 with a full rollout by 2030. Uh, The company went with uh, Rivian. I I hope I'm saying that properly. And uh, this is a big deal. This is a bold step. It's being applauded by UN officials that were meeting in New York for the International Climate Week recently. Uh, this is uh, in many ways a game-changer uh, two years ago you may remember Amazon made a long-term commitment to reach the Paris Accords early to power its global infrastructure with a hundred percent renewable energy uh, and now they're saying they're gonna make eighty percent by 2024 and that hundred percent by 2030 uh, in a path to reduce to net zero carbon by 2040. So kudos to Amazon moving forward as a corporate and responsible citizen moving us away from petrol fuels and into more electric-based vehicles. Now another corporate giant, McDonald's, is turning dozens of roadside billboards into B-hotels in Sweden. So, there's a history in Sweden of uh, of McDonald's partnering with beekeepers and bee artists, actually. Someone built a McHive, uh, which was an award-winning designer, it was by Nicholas Nilsson. Uh, they sold it at auction for $10,000, and it was a mini McDonald's, but it was actually a beehive. Well, now they're turning their billboards into beehives by drilling small holes and turning the insides of their billboards into hives. I think this is a great story for the bees. It's a corporate responsibility story that makes me go, yes, there are alternatives to the traditional, and sometimes the big corporations aren't necessarily the bad guys in everything they do. All right, let's take another look and turn back over to the United States. Uh, Desparan Doley, and I hope I'm saying that name somewhat correct, He's from Tacoma Park, Maryland. And for the last 22 years, he's been running a gas station there in Tacoma Park. The station itself has been on that site since 1958. Uh, but recently he transitioned his station to a hundred percent electric and totally got rid of petroleum-based fuels at his station. Uh, he said he was getting really sick and tired basically of all the rules and the regulations of being able to sell gasoline both from the supplier side from the oil companies and he knows this isn't going to make a ton of money immediately, but through the state of Maryland and others, he's been able to transition his gas station into a completely green electric charging station. It can charge up to four vehicles at a time. So uh, the infrastructure is being built, folks. I see more and more electric cars on the road every time I turn around. Okay, on to our final story of the day. UCLA is launching the world's first research institute on the science of kindness now they received a 20 million dollar gift from the badari foundation i did a little research i kind of their vision is the foundation's vision is that humanity can cultivate the deeper sense of consciousness and awareness required to change underlying attitudes beliefs and responsibilities about ourselves our communities and our planet and they're doing that by investing 20 million into a new research institute the Badari kindness institute uh, will support research on kindness, create opportunities to translate that research into real-world real world practices, and thus f- serve the planet. Story about creating a world that works for everyone. I invite you to check this out over on the Good News Network. It's a really uh, lengthy explanation of exactly how this is coming together, but uh, this is important. And in at the bottom of the article. Uh, Matthew Harris, the founder's co- uh, the foundation's co-founder, also a UCL, UCLA graduate, said much research is needed to understand why kindness can be so scarce in the modern world. As we seek at Badari to bridge the divide between science and spirituality through the establishment of the UCLA Badari Insti- Kindness Institute, we hope to educate and empower more and more people in the practice of kindness. Bridging science and spirituality. What a great idea. All right, folks, that's the good news for this week. I want to thank you for listening in. You can find out more in the show notes. I'll make sure to leave links for everything there. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Until next time, peace and blessings. You've been listening to And Now the Good News, a part of the new thought media network available exclusively at new thought radio. Join us. Patreon.com forward slash new thought radio positively inspiring.